0: Hey, you're listening to the Brown Girl Self Care podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell, and I'm the host of the show, as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self Care. Brown Girl Self Care is a platform and space of intentional healing, rest, and joy for Black women. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. I want to talk. This this conversation is actually going to be. This conversation ain't gonna be for everybody, okay? <laughs> I'm just letting you know that right now. This conversation ain't gonna be for everybody. All right, so don't send me no hate emails or any of that stuff. I'm just letting you know if you're sensitive about money, if you're sensitive, like, if you're not ready to have some, like, real talk, tough love conversations about, like, our money and our gifts and and, and things like that, then I'm going to need you, sis, to, like, just listen to another podcast episode, either mine or someone else's today, okay? Okay. So let's go ahead and just jump on, jump on in. And I want to talk about how... Man, a lot of us are just really letting our fears take center stage. And we are allowing our fears to take center stage. And when that happens, it's just completely taking us off the game or out of the game. It's knocking us off of our path. And we are just going to be in this constant cycle of stress, anger, frustration, disappointment, bitterness, shame, embarrassment, Uh because we're just going to find ourselves in the same place over and over again. Like we're not willing, for whatever reason, to address certain things head on. And we are kind of like settling. And I've said this before at some point, I'm sure. Like this podcast is not for settlers. Ain't, I, I'm like 99.9% positive that... Every black woman that's listening to the sound of my voice is not a settler. I'm not saying that everything has gone your way, but I feel like in your spirit, in your spirit, okay, (laughs) you know in your spirit, in your heart of hearts, that you were not put here to settle. But a lot of us end up settling in our careers. We settle in our relationships. We settle in um, just in, in our circles, our communities. We settle In all kinds of ways, we we settle, we allow our our fears to kind of like put us, I guess, as not a priority, if that makes sense. Like, it's just like we are not, we're not allowing ourselves to fully take up space. I know that we say that, take up spaces, take up spaces, and it sounds real cute, and it's true, Take up space, take up some damn space, black woman, because you are worthy of that. It is true. But I feel like a lot of times, and and listen, myself included, I feel like a lot of times we say some things, but then we get in our own way by, by listening to that internal that internal chatter that is really just not even facts. A lot of us allow our feelings, again, whatever those feelings are, or like embarrassment, shame, guilt, those kind of things, we let those things just knock us off the game, and it shows up in a variety of ways. For me, it showed up, and it still shows up, in like my finances and um, just some of the aspirations and goals that I have for myself, even though, yes, I am not the same Brie, and you know this, we've met, You've met you we've met you've met several versions of Brie if you've been listening to the podcast since what 2018, 2019, or however long the podcast has been on. For those of you that have been rolling with me real, like for real, for real, you've met several different iterations of Brie over the last three, four years, or however long it's been that I've been podcasting. I think it's 2019. Um, but that's like a good what four years somewhere in the four, four and a half years, something like that so far of podcasting. Um but man, the fears be showing up, the fears be fearing, as they say, and it just really takes side of the game. And so, I don't want that for you. That's my point. Very long way of saying that. I, I, I don't want that for you. I look at the average listener as like a sister, a friend, um, just someone that I care about. And if I can avoid or help you to avoid, I should say, like mistakes from either the, your way of thinking uh, or maybe even your actions that will help you to just avoid some of the hurdles and barriers that, you know, we already have uh, those things ahead of us, you know, um, but I don't feel like every single barrier is for us. I don't feel like every single, um, like, hurdle or rough spot is for us, you know? So one area that is really that I keep like it keeps coming up for some reason in in this community um in fact it came up even today which is why I'm speaking about it but it keeps coming up in some some way shape or form over and over and over again so I think it it really merits us talking about this and that's why I want to have this real talk conversation again this ain't for everybody okay uh it, it's in regards to like using our gifts slash um really picking up a like a side business or you have these aspirations of saying F this job okay respectfully disrespectfully F this job and doing your own thing whatever that is now I have to tell you that doing your own thing because of this wild and kooky world that we live in a lot of times doing your own thing requires some dinero okay not always there's bartering systems, and um, there's ways, like, workarounds and things like that. But it's definitely going to require some action. It's going to, um, a lot of times, it's going to take, like, some some sweat, some effort. Um, but in most cases, or at least I've been finding, you know, at least in my circumstance, I've been finding that for me to live the way that I want to live, it's going to require some some dinero, okay? But I knew that, and I was just reading my old journals today, <laughs> And I went back to 2019. Sometimes I'll just grab a journal and I'll just flip to a page and whatever comes up, comes up. And so I went back to um, 2019, as a matter of fact, and in one of my journals, and I was saying how, like, this was literally before I ended up leaving my job, okay? I was saying, like, I can't do this anymore but I need the money, but I hate this, <laughs> I hate this place. I mean, this is just how I felt. In your journal, you should be able to say whatever the, whatever the hell you want to say, you should be able to say it in your journal. If nowhere else, This that's your, as Tabitha Brown says, that's your business, that's your space. Okay? A lot of us have a whole bunch of pent up stuff inside of us because we weren't even allowed to have a say. We weren't allowed to speak our peace. We weren't allowed to get get feelings off our chest because we were labeled as bad or disrespectful or we were wrong or we were speaking out of turn or um we was getting into grown folks' business or children should not you should just do what we tell you to do and just like a robot. You know what I mean? And so we didn't really have a, or at least I know I didn't uh, a safe space to just kind of, like, express myself. And then when you don't have a safe space to express yourself, it listen, just because you haven't expressed it the quote-unquote right way, and I don't think there's a right way to express, but you know what I'm saying, uh, it's going to show up one way or another. It's, it's, it, it will be expressed. <laughs> just because it doesn't, you know, come out, I guess, in the quote-unquote right way, um, keep in mind the body does not forget. It, the body does not forget. So it could be weeks from now, months from now, year, decades from now. But whatever needs to be expressed, it will be expressed one way or another. And so that's why I always mention or talk about or implore you to, if you're not writing some things down, at minimum, journaling, you know, even every now and again, I really think you're it's a disservice to you in, in your healing journey. And um, anyway, but I didn't want to talk about journaling. But the point of it all is, Kind of going back to what I was saying before, this, this, Being able to do what I wanted to do, I knew it was going to require money. But the barrier for me was I had so much stuff internalized, it prevented me from doing things that would enable me to get to the money so that I could use said money to start living a life that I feel like I deserve. And I'm not someone that, I used to believe that earning money or making money was supposed to be very hard. That's what we're taught, right? Right. Uh, we're taught that you work at least forty hours a week, and you 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 take a job even if you hate it, and um, or you go to school and you get this degree and however long that takes. I didn't go to school. I didn't finish. I dropped out of high or not high school. I dropped out of college. Only did like a year or two, I think. But um, all these all these hard steps, um, I used to think that it would take a ton, a ton, a ton of effort to to make some decent money and decent is relative decent for you might be 75,000 decent for someone else might be 300,000 decent for someone else could be 5 million like i mean it's all relative right but again just the point that we've been sold this 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 idea that earning money especially for black women it's 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 supposed to be hard It's supposed to never come easy to us. And, I mean, we have proof of that because you know that for generations we've been fighting as a community. We've been fighting for equal rights. We've been fighting for fairness and pay. We've been fighting for people to put some respect on our names that we deserve and just basically like pay, pay, pay us. Pay us what we are worth and stop playing games pay us what we deserve and stop playing games like that that's the that's the point like pay us what we deserve and just just stop playing games but again you know it's it's <laughs> it's it's not uncommon to hear about us and you've likely experienced it at least at least in one part of your career how we've had to just like jump through all these damn hoops and do all these things and then these jobs wonder why like a lot of us are like we're over it but just because you no longer work, want to work a 9 to 5 like in a perfect world i personally feel like i like in a perfect world i would just i would just not do anything If I didn't have to, I want to be able to just do stuff all willy nilly. I want to be able to just just do whatever I want to do or not do whatever I don't want to do on any given day. I want to have some freedom and flexibility. But again, to be able to live a certain lifestyle, a lot of times, unfortunately, it requires money. So here's the thing. Here's the thing for me, though. I feel like a lot of times what's keeping us or holding us back is just, again, or I don't even know if I've said this, but what I feel like it's holding us back is this freaking fear. This fear is what is holding a lot of us back. And my good sister, I don't want that for you. Like I want 2024 to be a year of new things. And I know that can be very scary. I know that can be very scary for some of us, something do doing something new when we've been taught that you're supposed to follow this thing every step of the way or else you're going to disappoint disappoint someone or they might reject you or they might be mad or you might bring shame upon the family because you're just you know, the oddball or whatever. The world needs oddballs, by the way. And I'm not saying oddball as in that's a bad or negative thing. Please hear me, because I am, I am an oddball. The world needs more oddballs. The world needs more people that are, even if there is fear, they are still going to just do whatever it is that they have in their heart to do. And that's that on that. So if you are an oddball, I salute you. And I'm here for it because I am too. We The world needs more people that are willing to step outside of these constructs, and uh, these boxes. Okay? So I feel like I am a fellow rule breaker in some regard, and I feel like a lot of you are as well. So back to the money. I keep, I'm, I'm trying to get to the money, honey. Um. But I feel like this, this this thing about fear is what's keeping a lot of us stuck. And the fear, again, can look like different things, right? But what I want you to know or what I feel like based on just my journey and also some things that I've read along the way is like a lot of sometimes that fear is not even like you. Someone instills that fear into you. Based on how they were raised, based on their lifestyle, based on their ideals, based on how they felt about themselves, right, but it's just that children were just so pure and we're just so 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 trusting and and so open, right We just internalize that and we take it as fact like this this is the way this is the only way um and any other any deviation from that is to be feared is to be shied away from it's 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 to not be looked at or explored does that make sense because if i do again different bad things guilt shame anger bitterness whatever like what whatever that fear feels like for you um it's gonna show up but i am just like do it anyway sis Do it anyway, sis, because a lot of times, I'm not saying this is the case in all cases, but a lot of times these jobs do, (laughs) again, this conversation is not for everybody, but I feel like a lot of times these jobs just do not deserve us. I'm sorry, but they just don't. I feel like a lot of times these jobs do not deserve us, okay? There, I said it. That's just how I feel. You do not have to agree. OK, we can agree to disagree, but that's how I feel. A lot of times these jobs do not deserve our essence. So it's like if you don't want to work a nine to five, what can you do? And I'm telling you, sis, this is 2024. You have so many opportunities ahead of you that our, our, our previous generations didn't have. Or if they did, it just looked different. It's easier now to try something new while you're doing your nine-to-five, and see what sticks, okay? And again, doing it and feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And what I want to also make sure that I mention before I forget is that when you do this new thing, you have to come to expect that it is not going to be smooth sailing right off the bat. A lot of times we get discouraged because things are, they feel a little hard, (laughs) you know? Um I do believe in ease for black women, but I also do understand that just you know, to get to the fruit, right? We have to put in the work. We have to there's going to be seasons of just investing in the in I want to say in the land as in like if we're growing a garden, but like investing your time in the land, sowing the seeds, plowing the land, watering the soil, feeding the soil. Um and then all that time that it takes for that for that that plant to root and start to come up, and even when that starts to happen, it's still not time for you to kind of like necessarily reap all the rewards because though something finally starts to, to come up and it's rooted and it's, it's planted and it's rooted and it's starting to, I guess, grow or blossom or root, um, it hasn't reached like its mature stage yet. So... Sometimes we start to see some little gains and we immediately just want to go and just, I guess, disrupt the flow of everything because we just kind of get ahead of ourselves. And then when things kind of start to fall apart, we're just like, well, what the hell just happened? <laughs> you know what I mean? We have to make sure that we are allowing our gifts to and the things that we're going to be putting our efforts into. If we're going to be looking for different ways to make money in 2024 so that we can have more money to live these liberated lives that we want to live, um, we have to give our t- give time to the process, if that makes any sense. And by the way, I do want to mention that, I know I said this earlier, but I just want to make it very clear. I don't feel like money is the only way for us to live these types of lives that we want to live, okay? I don't feel like it's the only way. But I feel like money can be a huge barrier, especially if that's the only access to resources that you might have, okay? Because if you want to, for example, buy some land, my friend Yolanda actually from Parenting to Colonize, she just got herself some land. That required effort, time, and money, okay? Um, And now she has this land, and I'm not 100% positive exactly what she settled on doing with it because it kind of changes a little bit as she's thinking through this process of what she wants to build and put on this land. But now that she has it, she is going to have uh, more freedom and flexibility, um, but it's going to take some effort to get to that part. Sometimes that effort can take a few months, a few years, but you know that eventually it's going to happen, right? Um, but again, it does require a lot of times some money to start to see some of the changes that we want to see. And a lot of times, unfortunately, we get so caught up with these nine to fives that could really care less about us. I hate to say it, but it's true. It's just, a, it's, it's just a big system. It's just a big whatever. Um, but we start to make a little bit of money, and then we just feel like, well, this is all that I can make. But that's not true. It's not true at all. And if you want to become like step into this new version of yourself, if you want to live this this freer lifestyle, I'm going to need you to like expand your mind beyond that nine to five. I want you I'm going to need you to expand your mind beyond beyond, excuse me, the typical ways that you think money can be made um, and expand your mind beyond your comfort zone. Okay. so case in point. Y'all know that I've, I've had self-esteem issues, self-confidence. I didn't I've like myself, didn't love myself at all. And this was like for years and years and years and years. But obviously I had this something inside of me that needed to be expressed via communication. Actually, for the longest time, I know I've talked about how I wanted to be a, like, be know how to sing and stuff, but obviously I can't sing, but I thought for sure that I was going to end up being like an actress. I don't even know if that makes sense because I'm very introverted, but I feel like for some reason I can be an actress. I don't know. I don't know, but I knew that this thing inside of me needed to be expressed via communication some way. You, and, and you have something inside of you right now that you're already doing, you're already being, in some way, but you just—it just it just hasn't connected that this is a part of your thing. This is a part of your gift. This is a part of your thing. And I know not everything needs to be monetized. I know that everything is not a business. Not everything needs to be a business. But I think we really need to like take a beat and go inward and kind of see what your skills are, what your mindset's like when it comes to your, your skill set, your gifts, different opportunities. Sometimes you'll have an opportunity looking you right in the face and you won't even recognize it because of fear. Because you're scared to even take a chance. And again, if we're doing new things in 2024, which I know I'm doing new things in 2024, and I'm sure you're, I'm hoping that you are as well, on some level, some capacity, if we're going to be doing new things in 2024, we're going to have to allow that fear to just be there if it needs to be and say, you know what, I'm going to try this anyway. I'm going to do this anyway. And this is especially for those of us who are just like, I'm not about this nine to five life. I got to get the hell out of (laughs) here, okay, because that was me. That was me, but again, leaving that nine to five is going to require effort, and it's going to requ- it's going to require some 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 dinero, some money. I think I've said dinero three times in this podcast episode, and I'm hoping that everyone knows when I was saying dinero, I was talking about money. Okay, cheddar, coin, bag, dinero, uh, ends, bands, whatever y'all calling it these days, money, moolah, okay, cash, money, taking over the nine nine. We're it's going to require some money. And to get to the money, you really are going to have to be the person that you're going to have to start identifying as the person that is okay with receiving money, that is okay with making money, that is okay uh, with taking a chance, okay, taking a little chance on themselves. This is the person that you need to be in 2024 if you're going to want to see some changes this year and beyond. Again, right now in 2024, if you're just now kind of stepping into this new newness Keep in mind, it's going to take some time to see things start to come to fruition, but it's never too late. It's never too late, all right? Because time is going to keep going anyway, as they say, God willing, okay? If you're still here, you still have time. I don't care how old you are or how young you are. You have time, okay? And you're going to need it because, again, it's going to take some time and effort to to kind of get to this place, all right? Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross— There is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? your girl is a homebody. So one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is though that I don't want to drink wine all the time because though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying recess mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel you deserve a healthier way to unwind head to com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. So case in point, when, we, when I talk about just trying something and just, you know, even though it, it can lead to feelings of fear. So I opened my journal up and I landed on this entry from May 2019. I'm a little embarrassed, but I'm going to let y'all know what it says anyway, because this is how... I was thinking. I was embarrassed, okay? So this was from May 1st, 2019. And I was saying some things, but this thing jumped out. It says, I released my podcast and no one is listening to it. And I'm only sharing this because I want you to know, again, that things take time and everything is not going to be perfect. You have to put yourself out there, okay? You have to put yourself out there. So let me go back. So it says, I released my podcast and no one listened to it. I feel so mortified today because I dropped a new episode and have gotten like 11 listens (laughs) in the last three days. 11 listens. Yes, you heard that right. So it's like I apparently released a podcast episode that day. I didn't even go back and look and see which one it was around May 1st. It was either May 1st or around that time, I guess, within a few days. And I got eleven listens in three days in the podcasting world, that's not really anything, but it is when you are just starting in my mind, and this is something I have to be very careful about, okay I have this this thing in my mind that says, "If it's not perfect, if it's not." tremendously received in accolades, um, then I'm doing it wrong. It's not worth it. I'm not good at this. I'm wasting my time. I should let somebody else do this because they're better than me. Like all this negative BS mind chatter. Okay. So again, that was 2019. That was 2019. And I think I mentioned at the top of the show that I've been podcasting, at least for this podcast, for at least four years, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Or this actually might have been my previous podcast. I'm not even sure. I think it was for Brown Girl Self-Care. Overall, I think I've been podcasting for maybe like five, five to seven years, I would guess, somewhere in there. So I'm definitely not new to the game. But when I dropped that episode, I only had like a couple of listens per day. But here we are now, thanks to my efforts and thanks to you, this community, and the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, the last time I checked, has done over 3 million downloads. I don't know what the exact number is. It might be closer to 4 million, actually, but I'm not positive. But at least 3 million downloads, at least, maybe 4 million or close to 4 or something. Let's say 3.5 million, okay, thanks to my effort and me taking a risk and me putting myself out there and me saying, you know what, I want better for my life and I know that I can make extra money or I know that I can make a life out of this that's not me being a robot at somebody's job and I know that I can live a freer life where I have more time to just do whatever the heck I want to do if I can take this risk, if I can bet on myself, if I can just have some more faith in God, if I can just trust in in myself and, and take a leap of faith, And take a step forward and put myself out there. And putting myself out there is very hard, you guys. It's very hard. I don't like to do that. (laughs) I don't like to do that. I don't like to put myself out there, okay? Um, And in case you're wondering, like, why hasn't she released those YouTube episodes like she promised? It's because I don't feel like putting myself out there. (laughs) I know that I said I was going to do it, but I still, I I just, oh, my God. It just gives me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. To do that but I am gonna do it this year like for sure that's just like I'm I, it's just every time you get to a certain level it's time to elevate I don't care what what you're doing you get to a level and you get good at that and then you it's time to elevate all right but the point of it all is when it comes to money there is no there will not be great how can I say this <sighs> Great amounts of money, whatever that is for you, will not be made if you are too afraid to bet on yourself. And if you are too afraid to just give something a try. And if you are too afraid to, you gave something a try, it didn't work, and so you just stop. I could have stopped May 1st, or let's say May 10th, 2019, or June 1st, or I could have did a few more episodes and be like, oh, I'm only getting like five downloads an episode. I'm not doing this anymore. This ain't for me. But that I'm so glad that I didn't do that. I'm so glad that I listened to my spirit that just said, This is for you. This is for you. This is the way. And I feel like a lot of us, we have that in our spirit, but we're just really ignoring it because, again, we're afraid, afraid of just being embarrassed afraid of putting yourself out there and someone laughing at you, afraid of 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 whatever, afraid of a variety of things. What will people say? What will people think? Who cares? Easier said than done. Right. But who cares, especially when it comes to you doing this and being able to get your money right? You wanna get your money up, you're gonna have to take a chance. I'm talking to myself too. Cause I'm ready to level up on that too. You wanna get your money right, you gotta you, you you gotta get your mind right. You gotta you gotta be ready to level it up. And I think you'll know that you're ready when you're able to just put that fear to the side. Again, it probably is still gonna be there. And that negative chatter is still gonna be there. And you say I'm gonna do this anyway. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on myself. I'm gonna take a chance, and I'm gonna do it anyway. I am. I was speaking to uh, a young lady in my Patreon group today. And this is this is a reason. One of the reasons why I want to talk about this. Um. She. I'm trying not to just put all her business in the street. She um, makes these beautiful arrangements for free, if I'm not mistaken, okay? And she had posted it to her social media and people were like, "Ooh, I want one. How much?" "Ooh, I want one. Well, when, where can I when can I get one? Can you make one for me?" How much? And she just like did not even respond or she was just she kind of like brushed it off. You know what I'm saying? And we talked about that, and we talked about the why, and we talked about her next steps. I did, like, a little bit of, I guess, big sister slash coaching with her. She already knew all the answers. But sometimes you just need a listening ear, and you need somebody just to kind of, like, talk you through some things. And that, that's basically what I did. And so now she has a plan on what she's going to do and how she's going to try and some other different things, and she's going to reassess. And when we talk again Um, because we have these Patreon meetings on Sundays, um, little sister circle meetings. Um, We're going to talk about it in the next week or two. But the point of that is that, man, I feel like some of us be blocking blessings because we'll do something. We'll get signs, strong signs that say, yes, 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 this, do that, yes, more of that. Don't stop right here. This is the way, and we're just, we just go another direction, like, womp, 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 and then we wonder why we can't get our money right. We wonder why we're stagnating. We're wondering, we wonder why things are not going the way that we want them to go, but it's like, God is like, look, girl, this is the lane. I'm opening it up wide for you. Give this a shot, and you're like, no, God, this ain't how it's supposed to look. I don't want to do it like that. (laughs) Raise your hand if that's you, because I know for sure that has been me several times. I'm just like, no, God, that that's not how I wanted it to look. I don't want it like that. <laughs> that's not how I want it to be. Or I'm scared to do it that way, God. I, I see that, you know, this might be a lane for me because it's it's totally okay for you to make your own lane. Like I said, money, <laughs> make, make your money in the way that makes sense for you based on who you are and your gifts and talents, okay? But God will open up that lane and you're like, mm, I'm scared. I don't want to do it like that. I want to do it, you know, a different way where I'm not really, uh, like in, in her case, it was just like, if I do this, I'm only going to charge X. And I was asking her, well, how much does it cost you to make these things? And if she's listening right now, hey, girl, hey. <laughs> I was like, well, how much does it cost to make these things? And she told me the price. And I asked her, okay, how much are you going to charge? And oh, and how, how long does it take for you to make these things? And she was like, several hours. Okay. And I said, and how much are you gonna charge for these? And she told me the amount, and I was like, girl, are you kidding me? <laughs> Seriously? Like the number was so low, it was just like, why do we under un, undercut ourselves? Why do we lowball ourselves? What what is within us and what ha why have we been conditioned to believe that we just need to undercut ourselves? Cause even though we're spending our time Putting these things together or doing these things, um, we feel like even though we've put our blood, sweat, and tears into it, we've taken the time to learn how to do these things. When it's time to start getting some money, we're like, ooh, like for example, let's say, and these are not her numbers, but let's just say it costs, uh, um, I don't know, I don't know, $500 to put this thing together. And she would be like, okay, it cost me 500 to make in several hours, you know, three, four, five hours to make it. And I'm going to charge $550. No, sir. No, ma'am. Again, I will say no, sir. No, ma'am. Not on my watch. And I told her to double her price, period. There's no way in hell we're going to be making money. Do you know how long it would take just imagine, and I know it's it's also a numbers game to keep that in mind, but let's just say you're selling something for $50 and your goal is, or let's say you're selling something for $100 and your goal is to make, I don't know, $1,000, for example. You're going to have to sell that $100 thing that's barely above your cost, not taking into account your time, to 10 people versus if you charge what you really need to be charging, Okay. You might raise that price to $250, $300, okay? Now you only need, you know, three people instead of 10 people. Does that make sense? I know I'm just kind of like all over the place, but these kind of conversations are so important to me. There's so much that I want to say from like us undercutting ourselves, lowballing ourselves, um, talking ourselves out of money. Somebody wants to pay you. You, you have been praying for this money. You have been praying for God to make a way for you. You have been praying for God to open doors for you and your family. You have been praying for increase. You've been praying for blessings. You've been praying for just abundance, okay? And then someone wants to pay you, and they're asking you how much good, sis, for this service, how much good, sis, for this task, how much good, sis, for for this offering, and then you give them the lowest, smallest dollar amount you could think of, because you're not stepping into your identity of a boss B. I'll say that. I'm trying not to cuss y'all. I really am. I know it's Monday morning if you listen to this. You won't step into that role of a boss B who deserves to live a certain type of lifestyle for whatever reason, and there's a million reasons why. We all different. We all got our reasons. OK, I would lowball myself because, again, many reasons. But one of the reasons was like, I would be like, you want to pay me this amount of money for X for whatever this these things. Um, I don't think I'm worthy of that. I'm not good enough at this. Yes, I I know I have this thing that you want. I know I have this skill that you want. I know you know whatever. But now you want to pay me, and it's like it was like a trigger for me. It was like a, a threat for me, hard to receive. But I have been asking God, like God, I want to be able to leave my job. I want to I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to do that and pay off my bills and finally get out of debt. Which I will be debt free by the end of this year. By the way, I will be debt free by the end of this year. Period. I'm I'm about. of the way, Um, but it's like God is trying to get you what you need, but because it doesn't come a certain way or because you're not confident within yourself or you're not, you know, I don't know, you're just so dysfunctional inside for whatever reason, you can't take it. You can't take it. And so it's going to take you longer and longer and longer to get to that goal. It's going to take you longer and longer and longer to be able to finally leave that that job that you've been saying for the last three years, five years, ten years. Come on, somebody. It's going to take you forever to get out of that situation because you are not allowing God to bless you in the way that in this season you are supposed to be blessed. You are blocking the blessing when you're rejecting money. You are blocking the blessing when you're saying no, it doesn't look a certain way so I ain't going to take it. I ain't going to do it. I'm not good enough. I shouldn't have it. I'm not worthy. They said no. They're going to laugh if I try. They're going to they're going to make fun of me. They're going to call me names. They're going to do all, you know, whatever. Whatever the reason. This is not how this is not the way to get into that liberation by the way it's all connected the money the spirit the spirituality the money like how you feel about yourself your habits your your thoughts your your relation, like it's all connected it's all connected so how you feel about money is and how you deal with money is how you feel about yourself it's how you feel about yourself I feel like I'm yelling at somebody Let me bring it on down. I apologize. I'm not yelling. I'm just very passionate, (laughs) okay? But how you deal with your money situations, if you're scatterbrained, which I was. I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not calling anyone a name. Um, Or if you're disorganized, if you reject, if you um, overgive. I mean, it's all like a worthiness thing. It's all like a worthiness thing. It's a worthiness thing, okay? And it pops up in different forms, but really what you're saying is I'm not... Me as I am, I'm not good enough to have this. Me as I am, I'm not good enough. I've gotta first do all these things to justify that these blessings come to me. And I don't think that's that I don't think that's how God works. That's just me personally. I don't claim to know it all, but I really don't feel or I don't think, I don't believe that's how God works. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. So my good sis, like. You want to get out of that job. You want to get out of that place, that office, that environment, that whatever, okay, that job, that career, you're ready to pivot, you're ready to do something different, you're ready to just do something outside of what people think you should do, you know, it, it's really going to come down to just getting or a big part of it or a part of it, I should say, is just being able to get your money up. And getting over those barriers that we have that that prevent us from getting our money up. One really good book that I want you to read, oh, I don't have my phone here. It's called Under, oh, shoot, it's called Overcoming Underearning by, I think her name is Barbara Stanny. Under, sorry, I'm trying to think with my mind, it's as if I could think with something else. I'm trying to think with my mind. I'm trying to think with my butt. That doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, my humor. Um, I believe it's called Overcoming Underearning. I read this book a few years ago, so the name might be not correct, and I don't have my phone in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it's called Overcoming Underearning, and I think the lady's name is Barbara Stanny. I want you to read that book. Please, I want you to read that book. And there's also other books, I'm sure. I just, I, I don't have my phone in front of me, but that one instantly came to mind. I want you to read that book, please, okay? And also, if you can, I also want you to read the book this year of The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. You know what that F stands for. Don't play, Okay. The subtle art of not giving an f, that's another good one, because personally, and just like he says in the book i'm I'm pretty sure he says this like, we give too many f's <laughs> when we only have so many. like your f's are a limited supply, and if you're giving an f about every single thing, it's it's just draining, okay? And I'm saying that because as you start to put yourself out there, out there this year, like me with the podcast, what are people going to think? Oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. Only 11 downloads in five weeks, like whatever. Um, I was embarrassed because I'm like, what? People are probably going to make fun of me. They're going to say my podcast is trash, like all these little negative things. I was giving way too many Fs. And I can tell you, if you want to live this liberated life that we are moving towards and that we're actively in in a liberated life, it doesn't mean you don't care. It doesn't mean you don't give any Fs. But if you're giving all your Fs away to situations that don't warrant it, you will never live a liberated life. Something will always just have you caught. You feel me? So read those two books, Sistrin, this year if you can, Overcoming Underearning and The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I, I, I really hope you were able to read those this year. I think if you haven't yet, they will be eye-opening for you. They, they'll be eye-opening for you. All right, so that's literally all that I have for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I would love to hear from you. Uh, feel free to send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. And let me know what other topics you would like to hear. Again, don't leave them on Instagram in the DMs or on Facebook because I I'm not on I'm I'm just not, I don't know if you've noticed but my socials have run dry. I'm going to come back this year. I'm sure at some point at least post at least post something, you know what I mean? Or you know, pop off in the stories or something like I was trying to do, but um I just don't I just don't feel like it. My life has been better without social media. Um, I mean, I still pop on and I'll look and like at a few things, but I'm just not really on there. But I, I do want to come back because I realize that not everyone listens to the podcast, and I do want to show up and try my best to be a positive experience for people you know, online. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll come back at some point soon, God willing, to social media. But, um, yeah, so don't send me a DM because your girl... <laughs> I have probably hundreds, if not thousands of DMs from the last few years. That's another thing about me. I need to go in there and clear all that out um, because it's just clutter now that I'm thinking about it. And it's not, I can't go back and read all those messages. It's just too many. So um, please email me and let me know what topics you would like to hear. And actually... I think actually on Spotify as well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave like a um, poll or um, that'll say like what what types of like what questions do you have? And then you can just maybe type it in the comment box. I'll put that up there um, at some point today. I think I'll do that as well, because I do want to hear from you and I do want to know what other topics you want to you want to hear about on the podcast. Okay, All right. So that's it for this week's episode. I'm so glad that you were able to press play and listen to me um, and us, for us to connect for the, for the last, excuse me, 45 minutes. Um, so that was awesome for me. Hopefully it was edifying for you and your spirit as well. I look forward to seeing you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. In the meantime, have a blessed week, and I'll see you soon. Take care.